0: This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast today because we're going to be recording for my podcast and we're recording for Andrew's yeah, podcast
1: that's right because we were like we we had so many things kind of brimming out of this first of all it's literally Christmas day so like
0: a podcast
1: <laughs> yeah because like everyone is kind of we we did some Christmas hosting today so everyone has left we had some such really good conversations over the past couple of days that we were like all right we have so much to unpack here that we should just unpack this in podcast form so yeah I was like, why not let's do it
0: yeah so hopefully you guys had an amazing holiday, Christmas, if that's something that you celebrate. And, you know, we were, of course, when you're with friends or family members, the the topic of health typically tends to pop up, Mm -hmm. right? Whether people are talking about you know diets or oh you don't eat this or why are you not eating that or oh you're gluten intolerant or oh like whatever right like there's
1: always yeah, or even something like you know somebody mentioning like uh you know like in my case i'm working on my knees right so like uh, that comes up in yeah conversation right
0: yeah or even like we got a uh reverse osmosis water filtration system or whatever. And we're just telling our parents about it. We're telling, you know, our friends about it and things like that. And just things like that. Like so like health comes up in conversation. And without going into too much detail, because, you know, obviously we want to respect people's privacy and whatnot. But over the this weekend when we had, you know, Christmas get togethers and whatnot, there was one person in our family that is going through some health challenges right now. And this other person, you know, heard this person talk about how much they're struggling and, you know, what they have to go through. And it's nothing like crazy dramatic, mm-hmm. but like, you know, they're going through some health issues. And this other person was just feeling like they they felt for them, like, you know, I I wish I could, you know like, I don't know what the right thing to say, like, you know, I I know certain things that can help this person, but I don't want to like step on their toes. or I don't know if they're going to be receptive to hearing it. And this person was getting pretty emotional because when you see somebody who is struggling with their health, you of course want to do everything that you can to support them and to help them and to encourage them. But we were having this conversation where The person that is going through certain health issues or certain health concerns, they need to be the one ready to not only change, but they also have to be the ones willing to also like put in the work to make certain changes, right? And there's different steps involved, right? Like number one, you have to have awareness of what what it is that you're going through, whether it's relationship with food, whether it's hormonal issues, um, bloating, digestion, unhealthy relationship with food, like whatever it is, like you have to have awareness over what it is that you're going through. And then the second thing is you have to be ready to make changes to improve your situation, right? Because the thing is, if you don't have awareness, then somebody can tell you, you know, somebody can say something to you and it can either be triggering or somebody can say something to you and you're not ready to hear it yet. And, you know, then changes aren't going to be made. But also if you have awareness, but then you're not willing to put in the work, your situation's also going to be the same. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we were just having this conversation and, you know, it's like you, you need, to be ready to hear the information in order to change right so like, I'll give I'll give an example then you can only share your example but a few years ago when I used to struggle with my relationship with food and you know I would people would always tell me like you know I would do these crazy restrictive diets and I remember like even my mom asking like she's like do you really have to like weigh out your food like are you sure like why can't you just like eat normally and I'm like no you don't get it like other people can eat normally, but like, I can't, like, I have to track my food. I have to weigh my food. Are you like, I, do you really have to go to the gym seven seven days a week? I'm like, yes. Like I have to like, when somebody told me to not track my food, I literally like laughed. I'm like, no, you don't get it. But now what do I do for a living? I literally help people stop, you know, crazy obsessing over their food. Right. But I wasn't at that point. I wasn't ready to hear that information. Right. And so when you are ready to hear information, obviously you're listening to this podcast, whether it's you're listening to Andrew's podcast, you're listening to my podcast, you're ready to change. Like you're ready to become the best version of yourself and you're putting in the work and you are ready to make those changes. Right. But for somebody, maybe you even have a family member or a friend where, you know, you are getting better, you are healing, you are improving your health. And maybe you have a family member or a friend who isn't, maybe taking the best care of your your health. And sometimes like you want to do everything that you can to tell this person like, hey, like you shouldn't be doing that. Or like, hey, like you should be doing this instead. And it's like, it's so hard because you don't want to obviously trigger them or like step on their toes. But like, you know, the incredible shifts and changes that you've made because you were at that time ready to make those changes. But not everyone is you know, not everyone's at that point. And sometimes it can feel sad or it can feel frustrating, but you know, you can only, this is what I always say. It's like, you can do the best that you can. You can focus on your health, your healing, your happiness, and let people feel that let people see that. Right. And then people will wonder like, what the heck are you doing? Like, you seem so happy or you seem so healthy or you seem so strong or whatever it is, you know, because People might not be ready to hear that information, but as long as you are focusing on yourself and your health and, you know, that's, that's really what you can do.
1: Mm -hmm. I think, you know, another, another piece of this too, is like, you cannot want something more than the other person wants it and that's really hard because I'm sure that people have a lot of friends and family members that you genuinely could help but you're not the person to be giving that advice or to be giving them the help and this is where like you know a lot of people have this like with, the, with their parents right like when your parent tells you to do something there's like this really high level of unnatural resistance you're like don't tell me what to do like you're not my boss right like almost like you're 10 years old but you'll hear the same Type of advice from a financial planner from an advisor from a coach and you're like oh that makes a lot of sense because most advice that comes from friends and family is what we consider internally biased emotion uh, emotional advice we think that they're saying this to spite us we think that they're saying this in some type of form of guilt because they want something and because we live our life with these filters on it's really hard for us to then you know take that sometimes, which is why having that person that's completely external from those solutions, like a coach is so important, right? And, uh, and, you know, another thing in in terms of, uh, you know, working with somebody too, and and I'll give you an an example in my life, like, I remember the very first business coach that we ever hired when we were at the the studio. That wasn't my first one. wasn't your first one, but it was like, well, one that we shared, one that that we shared, right? And I would say the first six months of operating that business, like I just tried a bunch of stuff that didn't work. Like I was doing, I was doing things. I was taking action, but the action was really random. I was making random changes. I was doing random stuff. I was making all the small stuff. And even a few friends were like, I don't really think that's the thing that you should be working on. And like, they were like, well, maybe you should consult with somebody on this. And I just kept doing random things because ultimately, and I had this conversation with Lorna, like I knew that the moment I had to get, uh, the moment I worked with the coach, I actually had to make some changes that made me feel uncomfortable, which is why I didn't do it. Because at that moment I was like, I'm not ready. And when I do hire this person, I want to be ready. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of two things to that. One, I recognize now you'll never be 100% ready yes. for anything, not for, for any type of changes you're making, not for your first kid, not for anything you do. You're never 100% ready. But the second thing is, is whenever you hire that professional or you work with someone or you make that decision to change, you must be all in and completely invested in that decision for yourself. You can't half in half out that change. And that's typically why people keep doing random stuff because internally there's this little piece that's like, well, I know the moment I start, I'm going to have to go and I'm going to have to adjust probably a lot more things. And that's a scary thought. That's really uncomfortable. But ultimately, you know, the, the, the big thing with this, with this uh, kind of person that we were sharing earlier is like, Sometimes as a friend or a family member, or even colleagues at work, like you risk not saying the thing that the person needs yep. because you're scared of how they're going to feel in the moment. So we often choose as people temporary comfortability. So we then deal with long-term uncomfortability. Where in the moment, we don't want to feel bad. In the moment, we want to feel good when we're eating food. In the moment, we want to feel good going out, having those drinks, doing those things. But it's the days, the weeks, and the months following that we feel that feeling of feeling bad. And this is where, like, me and Lorna as coaches, like, we know, like that that type of uncomfortability only gets worse when you prolong making choices taking action, making decisions. And that's why like the the people that are working with us, like are in that spot where they're like, I, I have to change now. Like I'm not going to wait because I know what happens Mm -hmm. when I've waited. I've waited before I've waited that year and I've seen weight come up. I've waited that year and I haven't seen a change in my relationship with food. So it's at that point, it's like, you have to make that move at some point, and, and it has to be the right things. It can't just be random things of action yep. that actually are not going to move the needle forward.
0: And that's the thing too. Like you can be taking quote unquote action, but if it's not the right type of action, things might, you might actually be making things worse. Right? Like, so for example, like I used to do, um, I'm trying to do an example that would benefit both audiences. Yeah. um, But whatever it is, like if you, I can even use like intermittent fasting for an example, right? So for intermittent fasting, there's tons of benefits of intermittent fasting, but for somebody who is very, very, very stressed out and they have a poor relationship with food it's it's not beneficial
1: yeah same thing if someone has high levels of stress
0: yes hormones it's, it's,
1: it's, it's a physical stressor on the yeah. body it's both. so
0: here i am thinking like like oh i'm like putting in so much effort like i'm trying i'm trying so hard and and like it wasn't working for me because number one i had a poor relationship with food but also like my cortisol was like through the roof because of course you're thinking about every single calorie and like is this good is this bad you know, and, and sometimes you can be thinking that you're doing the right things, but it's not the right thing. It's like, even in terms of like, you know, foods that you're eating, right? Like if you're having like bloating or you're having like digestive issues, right. And you're like, oh, but like I eat super healthy. Like I'm not eating like, you know, foods that might upset my stomach, but even like quote unquote healthy foods cannot be like, could cause like digestive issues for your specific stomach. Right. So it's like, this is why it's so important to like work with a professional and work with coaches, whether it's myself or Andrew, because you have a specific game plan that's custom to you, and you're not questioning like, you know, is this the right thing or is this not the right thing? It's like you know, you know what it is that you're doing. You're not just taking random action.
1: You know what I say to this? You know what it is that you're doing? Truthfully, like a hundred percent transparent, you are a self-led grown-up fully established human being who is c- can carry a job like you are a self-led person you know what you're not doing
0: yep yeah.
1: Nine times out of 10, you know what you're not doing. You also know what you're avoiding and you're aware enough to know that maybe there's a few things that you're doing aren't working. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows this. Yeah. Sometimes we pretend we want to, we want to go to the doctors and hopefully they say something else. So then we're like, Oh God, it. it's that reason. But like nine times out of 10, we all know what we are doing. And yet You have to ask yourself sometimes if it's in those moments where you're actively avoiding that thing or you're, you're tiptoeing around the next step, just because of that fear. It's like, you already know where you are in that moment. And there's a huge level of awareness and awareness is good. Like Lorna talked about at the beginning, but awareness isn't enough. And I think especially during this time of year at least when we're filming like the the season of holidays the season of new years like it is a seasonal change this gives people a lot of natural awareness where they start looking back you know what did I do this year? What didn't I do this year? What do I want to accomplish? What Mm -hmm. is the next step? So a lot of times you're already shining light on some of the things that like you need to make those changes on. So Mm -hmm. it's like, why not act upon it? Because shining light on it just really doesn't do anything other than just visibility.
0: And another thing too, like even in conversation, what we recognize even like this weekend and stuff is, you know, someone can say that oh, I hate this about my body or like, I I don't like that I'm feeling this way or like even for you guys right now, like whether it's like, oh, I hate that I'm out of control with food or I hate that I'm having bloating issues or whatever it is. Right. And it's like, what are, what action steps are you taking to better yourself? Because the thing is sometimes when you have certain health, you know, health issues or whatever it is, it's like, Sometimes it the hardest part is is literally just getting started. Like the hardest part is like I'm going to commit to do this, right? But once you get started and you start taking the right action and you start seeing how good you feel and how you know and how and how much better you feel in your own skin or how much more energy you have or the mental space in your mind, like all these different things, when you start recognizing, you can wake up and not feel bloated in the morning. Like it's like oh wow, I. I actually realized that I can do this, but it always is like that first initial step. So it's like asking yourself, like, am I taking action? But also am I taking the right steps? Because when you do, when you take that action and you're taking the right action, it's like you're going to start feeling so good. And then you're, you're, the, the goals that you have for yourself is actually going to seem like it's possible for you. It's going to feel so much closer, but you can't be complaining that Oh, like I ate so much, or like I'm bloated all the time, or like I feel disgusting, or whatever it is. If you're not actually actively doing things about that, you know, mm-hmm. like that's that's so important, right? Yeah. And it's not to beat yourself up and be like, oh, like look how I'm feeling, like this sucks. It's not that. Like you guys are, you guys are amazing human beings. Where you're like, you know what, I'm feeling this way. But you know what, I'm gonna make a change. Like I'm ready for that. And like those are the people that, s- that see the most transformative results, because they're willing to, to take action to make those changes. And it should be exciting. Like, of course, you guys want to feel your best, like physically, mentally, emotionally, if like you want to feel your best every single day, you know, like it's not like a one destination where you just like get there. And you've arrived, like even Andrew and I we're always working on our health, we're always doing things to improve our health. Yeah, and think it's like
1: people are surprised sometimes how much we were always doing things for us. Yeah, of course. And, and you know, Sometimes they, they're asked like like why, like like for example, like what was wrong with your water? That's that's what people asked us originally when we when we made the change with the water, right? They were like, Well, what's wrong with your water? It's not that there was anything quote unquote wrong, right? Like drinking water is better than not drinking water at all, right? But if we could find ways to step up and be be even better, feel even better than we do now, why wouldn't we? Yep. right and and just explaining to people just that that different change right yeah or, or even for a fact you know like over the holidays and this is just a, a choice for for me and Lor- like L- Lorna hasn't drank ever like you don't mm-hmm. drink yeah. right and me I have like maybe two beers over the holidays right and people are like oh like how come you don't drink like is it a is it a digestive thing or, or do you just know whatever and I'm like it's just not for me. Yeah, that's it. And you know what, typically most alcohol is really inflammatory. So if it's not for me to begin with, and I don't need it, and then in combination, I know the effects of what you know, possibly could be. I know that if someone's like, well, how come you're not drinking? I don't need to force myself to do that. Yeah, that's actually not a step for me that I have to actually actively look at, you know, and Mm
0: -hmm. No, I was just gonna say a a huge thing. I think of just like this whole conversation is like also like being an advocate for yourself of like, if things aren't feeling well for you, you can make a change, but also it's like, so there's that, but also it's like, you, you also don't have to explain yourself to anyone. Like, I think there's also that, right? Like, like, you know, this, this person that we were, we were speaking to with, that was having these health issues, right? Like, you know, she was explaining to everyone, like, you know, why she wasn't eating certain foods or like, you know, why she couldn't have this person's dessert and why she, whatever, right?
1: But you used to do that too. Yes. You used to feel like you had to explain yourself. Yes. Yeah? Well,
0: I felt I needed to explain myself because I was like triggered in those situations, right? Like, and I I just felt like nobody would understand. Or also it's like, when you are like, for me, I was so like, am I allowed to eat this? Should I eat this? Can I not, can I eat this? And I was so up in my head that the last thing I would want is for somebody to ask me like, why are you not eating that? Because maybe I did want to eat it. And I was like too scared to eat it. Or I would eat it, but I would be like terrified that somebody would make a comment. And then somebody would make a comment. And it's like, It's to to, to like justify why you are eating certain foods or you're not eating certain foods. Sometimes it can feel so exhausting. But one of my family members brought up a good point and they said, well, sometimes it's, it's good to bring up the issues that you're going through because then other people can understand. So like, for example, like this one person wasn't able to have gluten, Right. And so people were asking, like, oh, like, why are you not eating that? And it's like, oh, like, I have an autoimmune issue. And like, I'm not able to have like gluten or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, like, you know, obviously, like that makes it easier for people to understand of like oh, okay that that makes sense like just just for people to understand but you don't have to like you can if it feels good for you but you also don't have to explain yourself you know it's just again it's, it's really just deciding what feels best for you whether you rather just tell people so they don't ask a million questions or like why are you not eating this like you can just forwardly say it but also if you're like i don't even want to talk about it like i'm just i'm just not having it like you are more than welcome to do that as well too
1: yeah. I think the most important thing in a situation like that is to not come from a place of lack where you feel like someone is owed an explanation or owed an answer, or you have to give someone information just so you feel comfortable okay. like that's That's not it. Right. And
0: yeah. And sometimes people just ask at of genuine, like a genuine curiosity, like, Oh, just, just curious. Like, why are you not drinking? Or like, why are you not eating this? Like sometimes people aren't, I think I used to believe people would ask questions because they were judging me. Yeah. And the reality is sometimes people are not judging you. Like they are like genuinely just curious and interested why you aren't eating this or why you're you're eating more of this. Like people are just kind of like genuinely curious. And like I think when you judge yourself less, it's so much easier to to believe that people aren't judging you. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure.
1: Yeah, right? absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, ultimately like this, you know, conversations like this are so intriguing. I really feel like the holidays and, and even family gatherings or events with other people are, are you get to see mirrors. And what I mean by mirrors is, is people will either reflect the things that you say back at you, which is a very, very big learning experience, or you get to see through who people really are. And the longer that you talk with people and the longer that they open up and they share things, like it gives you the opportunity to learn, like, you know, you see other people's triggers when they're talking, when they're having, you know, issues of their own, you, you also see how people respond to triggers, right? Like, you know, our one family member who like cares a lot and was like, I just really wish that I could help. Mm -hmm. Right. Things like that, like challenges with your health, expose more of who you already are. If you're the type of person who's going to succeed no matter what, if you're that type of person who's like, you know what, I'm not going to accept how I feel as normal. I'm not Mm going to accept this as the status quo. I'm going to do something every day to work on it. Well, then your health is going to get better. And the challenges that you're experiencing are going to become less or might go away right?
0: Well, good example for Andrew and I like, we're healthy people. And what I mean by that, I don't mean like, oh, we eat chicken and broccoli all day. Like, don't confuse that. What I mean by healthy is like, we we feel good. We have energy. Like we, we take good care of ourselves, right? But we don't want to just feel good. Like we want to feel the best that we can. So like, every single, every single day, we're like doing things to like improve our health, or, you know, we're we're learning information, and we're we're just doing the best that we can, because we don't want to just be good, you know, like you go, you get blood work done. And it's like, oh, you're in range. It's like, okay, great. But like, how can I feel even better, you know, and like, people like that, that just really want to become like the best version of themselves, like they're always going to um, they're always going to be resilient and, and, and come out on the other side. Doesn't mean that Andrew and I don't have, you know, health challenges or we haven't had health challenges in the past, but it's like, because of the mindset of like, I am going to be the the best that I can. Like, I'm going to be the healthiest person. I'm going to take really good care of myself. It's like, we don't, we don't just settle for like, okay or like things are good it's like I don't want to feel good I want to feel amazing I don't want to have good health I want to have great health and like that's also something important as well too right like things don't have to be at rock bottom for you to take really good care of yourself and also things don't have to be like things don't have to just like not be good for you to take care of yourself as well too
1: I think People take action and and it's, it's not rock bottom. People take action when they have a level of frustration great enough to make them move. Mm -hmm. Like that's why sometimes like when, one of the most interesting things that I learned was someone to say like, like, feel like you're stuck, like get angry about it. Even if it's for like 30 seconds why because like if we think about it anytime we're looking like from an emotional perspective right like like sad feeling anxious um you know really really uh kind of like low states of depression or even like apathetic you're like i I actually don't really care like i don't feel anything at all those registers so low you actually can't take action in that in that range because your body doesn't have enough momentum it doesn't have enough energy so like anger anger is like it, it, it goes frustration it goes anger it goes then at that point like determination determination is a form of of anger but that's channeled in a really great way you know and this is sometimes like you have to almost get yourself into a different emotional state but i think where everybody initially takes that change is where they like put their foot down and they go like screw this like i i Mm -hmm. like i'm better than this like i don't I don't deserve the way I feel. I can feel totally better. Like this is not me. And who I am is on the other side. This is where now I have to take that chance and make the change.
0: And that's coming from an empowered place. Yeah, there's a big difference. We're not talking like the people that come to us are like, like, even if you are feeling at rock bottom, but it's like, I'm ready to make that change. Like, I know I deserve better. I'm ready to be the best mom. I want to have more energy. Like I want to feel good. I want to be there for my kids. Like, there's that empowerment versus like, Oh, I feel like shit. Yeah. Like nothing's going to work. Like, yeah, I've been like this for 25 years. So like, nothing's like that. No, like we're not, we're not here for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's you, you got to recognize like it is okay to not feel good of where you're at. That's okay. But you're the type of person that's like, I'm going to do something about it. And I know I can, I can, I, I know I can feel better. I know that there's support available. Like I'm going to make those changes. Like, you know, like it's from an empowering place of like I wanna take charge of my health. And that literally you you succeed. Because once from an empowering place of I'm excited to change, I'm ready to change, like like you you become unstoppable and you look forward to seeing those changes and to feeling better versus like, you know, being in that place of like, nothing's gonna work. Well, of course nothing's gonna work because you're telling yourself nothing's gonna freaking work. So of course nothing's gonna work. Like you know
1: i think one of the easiest ways to tell if you are in an empowered space at least for most of the people that we we speak to on the day-to-day is empowered people own the things they're not doing and yes. they own their mistakes very quickly yeah like hey i could like for, for example literally like had a had a conversation on the call so like where where the the uh woman and, and she was so so honest about it. She, she was like i could tell you that like i i don't know how to eat well i do i'm just i'm not doing some of this like i'm fallen behind i've put myself second like the ownership is not it, it's it is something else to say hey you know what here's like i know exactly what it is and maybe i don't know why i'm not doing it maybe i don't know why it's not working but here it is and it's mm-hmm. on me and i completely own that yep. that shows a huge level of empowerment because yep. you are the one like anytime you take accountability you take power back and you put it in your own pocket yeah when you say it's it, it you are at the effect of someone else mm-hmm. or something else yeah i'm at the effect of you know, maybe family members put out food, and you're like, "Oh, I hate my aunt because every time my aunt yeah. puts out stuff, I eat it." I'm yeah. like, uh, it's not really your aunt, though, right?" Yeah. Like it's that level of of giving away your own power that leaves you feeling powerless in situations.
0: Yeah, or even like, you know, stress eating or like emotional eating. It's like, oh, like my job, like. If it wasn't for this work project, like I literally wouldn't be eating bags of chips at night. And it's like, okay, but like, also, like, do you do that like other times? Or like, you know, like you also don't want to be blaming. And and again, work could be really stressful, right? But it's like, hey, like I chose to turn to food. Like it's, it's like you said, it's owning that. Like I chose to turn to food tonight, and I literally ate two bags of chips because you know what, I didn't know how to process my emotions. And even though I was very well aware of the fact that I was like really stressed and I didn't want to send out that email, I did it anyways. But like you own it like that. That's way more empowering than like, oh, this freaking job. Like it wasn't just for this job. Like I wouldn't have eaten the chips. And it's like, I don't know, you know?
1: Absolutely. So because because what it does is it leaves you an out. And when you have an out, you will take any out that you have. Mm
0: -hmm. And you don't have to take accountability or like, it's, you don't have to be like, oh, you know what? Like, yeah. Looking inwards. like I actually have to fix my relationship with food or I got to stop the stress eating or like whatever it is, yeah. you know what I mean? So, or like you have like bloating or like whatever, and you go to a restaurant and it's like, oh, why do these people invite me to this place? Like, but like, you can always choose what, what you want to yeah. eat. And like, you, you know, yes. yeah, <laughs> right? like there's, there's so many things, yeah. right? So um, but I think we're going to wrap up the episode here. Um, it is Christmas. We're going to spend some time just like chilling and watching a movie probably. Yeah.
1: Cause why not? Like
0: like, let's put in a podcast episode because you just learn, like you just learned so much about like, like we just learned a lot this weekend, just being with friends and family and just like being in conversation. And if we can extract any lessons that we we can and share them with you, um, you know, we're obviously more than happy to do that. So, hopefully, this was helpful and this was insightful, and you can take some golden nuggets and like really check in with yourself. Like, are you making empowered decisions? Are you taking action? Do you have awareness over what it is that you're going through? Like, all of these things are so important and yep. things to contemplate. And then that
1: ownership piece, right? Yep. You take an ownership of the stuff that's yours. Yeah. Looking at at that, and that might be something great to journal on. Coming yep. into you know, yep. coming into a couple of days of vacation if you want yeah yeah
0: Yeah. all right you guys will have an amazing rest of your day we hope you had the best christmas ever if you celebrate and whether you're listening to this you know in the new year or not regardless there's like i said so many golden nuggets you can really take away from this episode so thanks for being here thanks for listening and have an amazing rest of your day ciao bye